0: Good morning.
1: Good to have you. Uh, so let's start with this. Um, we have, have several events we need to talk to before we get to some of the other things. But uh, this house party in uh, Bellevue on Pinhigh High Drive, um, tell me what happened here, because I've seen a couple of the reports, and it's pretty s- concerning stuff, honestly. But what happened? Yeah,
0: so there was an open house party on Pin High uh, this weekend. Uh, it started to gain a lot of popularity on social media, so a lot of people started to come. Um during that time a minimum of four uh suspects showed up wearing all dark clothing masks they walked into the um front yard and in through the house and uh ended up shooting a victim Uh, we do not believe this was a random act of violence we believe that they were there for some exact reason we're not sure if the victim was their target or not but um We are in the midst of just interviewing copious amounts of people. Uh, You know, there was over 100 people at the scene when it occurred. Uh, So our investigators are going through and interviewing yesterday when I spoke to uh, Colonel Mike Gilmore. Uh, He said that they were tens and tens and tens and dozens and dozens of people there. So they're just working through um, pulling video from the community, the neighbors there so we're just trying to work through it and try to confirm who they were
1: and, and with that number of people you'd almost expect there could have even been video of the incident or while the incident was happening anything like that or can you say at this point i know sometimes you can't. yeah say. not right now but okay.
0: if anyone does have information or they have they've looked and they saw some video on one of their surveillance cameras at their house that may have seen a vehicle or something like that we're asking them to call the sheriff's office or you can even call crime stoppers um, if you want to stay anonymous
1: so Tell me if I'm wrong about this, but this is reminiscent of the um, uh, the football field shooting where you had a large crowd of people mm-hmm. and you had a group of assailants mm-hmm. show up apparently looking for a person mm-hmm. that was the person in that large group of people that they were looking for and then... conducting a crime correct i mean it sounds very similar the situation is completely different but the the sort of the social setting and the the way the event kind of built and was highly populated and then this is what happened it sounds similar to me
0: it does have some of the same flair to it
1: okay Okay, so right now we're just looking for these four people or anybody who has any information
0: about. Yeah, at least four people. There might have been more suspects there. Um, But speaking to some of the first witnesses, it appears that a minimum of four, um, they believe to be African-American males showed up, dark clothing, mask on, walked in. um, And it looked to be uh, right now it does not appear to be a random act of violence. Okay.
1: all right. Uh, we also had uh, what shots fired into cars on Wisteria Avenue is that right?
0: Yeah um, the people woke up some neighbors woke up the, the yesterday morning walked out and found that their vehicle had had a couple of bullet holes in it uh, again.
1: but no uh, reports of the gunfire itself. No
0: not they thought they heard something that sounded like fireworks Hard to that tell. night sure but they didn't they didn't go out and look at it. Um, that again, Uh, our preliminary investigations we have some leads we're following up on but that doesn't look like that's a random that looks like that was a targeted issue of the people who own that vehicle okay
1: all right uh we also had a uh, kind of an unusual incident there was a bomb scare at uh, the highway 29 walmart last week right
0: yeah um this weekend
1: (laughs) sorry yeah
0: yeah this weekend that occurred uh in the bathroom area of um, I don't know if it's the men's room or the ladies' room, but they found uh, something that looked suspicious and ended up being batteries wrapped in tape and I don't know if someone thought they were being funny or 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 why they did it. Um, but the u s Mar- or sorry, the fire marshals at the state of Florida fire Marshals bomb squad came in, took possession of it, but during that time, you have to evacuate everybody mm-hmm. to make sure because you never know if it's something real or not, so we treat every bomb situation as if it's real
1: and this is a case not just of a a bag but that once they got into whatever it was it would it it, you know it would look like something that was designed to scare or hurt correct And, and
0: you know that's an ongoing investigation if we can determine who put it there yeah what their reasonings for you can go to jail for that that's not funny it's it's it costs first and foremost. People putting people in fear, but it also costs a lot of money to Walmart. Right. Uh, they're still playing for those employees. People who need medication, people who need food, people who need everything can't go in there and do it for the hour or two it takes to do all that because then you do a secondary search of of to make sure there's no other devices, things like that. It's just a amount of manpower and resources. It's just... It's not funny.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, I remember I lived in England for a little while, and I remember, you know, this is what happens when somebody leaves a bag on the tube, you know, and mm-hmm. then they close down. And it's, I mean, you know, that's unfortunately sort of a way of life for some places around the world, not something we have nearly as much. You no, know, thank no, no, thank goodness. goodness yeah. Is that, um, that Walmart is right across from your substation. Is that one where you typically... I know the one uh, that, that I typically go to on Creighton always has PPD on duty. Mm-hmm. Is there a sheriff's office deputy typically as... on Not on duty, but as extra duty at that Walmart?
0: Sometimes, depending on the holidays. And, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, they usually do hire us or Florida Highway Patrol, um, but not all the time.
1: And, and in this case, were they part of the first response or do you know? I do not know. Okay, but just, but
0: okay. I don't think we had anybody off duty there at the time. Okay. But I mean, it's literally right across from the right. Road. You, I Right, mean, you can walk across to it yeah
1: you used to do the shop with a the cop there yeah where it's you'd like stage and walk 60 across. yards yeah, from the exactly. front door yeah we're talking to uh, commander andrew hobbs from the escambia county sheriff's Office. Um, i wanted to ask you uh one florida question and then one we're gonna talk about tyree nichols a little bit um uh, i heard the sheriff yesterday talking on channel three about the prospect of permit less concealed carry and just to be clear for anybody who hasn't really been following this the proposal is not for open carry. It is for still concealed carry. Anybody who would be eligible to get a concealed carry permit would be able to carry without a concealed carry permit under the proposal that I think is obviously going to pass and become law this summer. Uh, your thought, uh, you know, the Sheriff's Association was there supporting it. Uh, several sheriffs were there to support it as well. Uh, your thoughts on permit less concealed carry?
0: Well, first and foremost, the sheriff's office is going to enforce any law that the state puts in forth. Um if you have the constitutional right to carry a firearm, you should be able to carry a firearm. You sh- It doesn't, um, the people we deal with on a normal basis are not going to be the taxpaying, uh, law abiding citizens that are going to follow the rules anyway. So yeah, it, it doesn't really impact our lives as deputy sheriffs. We would have to make sure that we understand the law completely and that's in training and, you know, just the continued education we do on a daily basis. But yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really adversely affect our jobs at all.
1: How common is it, in your perception? I want to ask you for numbers, but how common is, it in your perception, that somebody having a concealed carry deters or thwarts a crime in Escambia County?
0: Ooh, um, I do not know. I okay. have no idea, but I do believe that um, if you look nationwide, mm-hmm. there is a lot of um, examples of good guys with guns stopping threats and
1: sure we had two in the news in the last day correct yeah
0: so um again as long as people understand that you have to be careful because if we have a law that says you don't have to have a permit but you you then travel to a state that says that Mm -hmm. then that puts you in a a bit of a a bind um and there's also some other things with the permit you don't have to wait to buy a gun you know those there's some other things that are positives um but yeah taxpaying Good law-abiding citizens should have their constitutional rights.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a permit. If this if this law became the law, had been the law, I probably wouldn't have gotten a permit. But it's nice to have one, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. especially for travel purposes, among other things. Uh, last thing, and I definitely wanted to, you know, give all my law enforcement uh, folks a chance to weigh in on this. Uh, I know you have seen the uh, Tyree Nichols video. Uh, it's very difficult to watch. Uh, I talked about it extensively with uh, Shane Tucker yesterday, but your thoughts on what you saw on that video?
0: So um outrage, uh disgust, disappointment. And uh the biggest thing is I know how hard the men and women of law enforcement, especially in Escambia County in the state of Florida, work to be professional, courtesy, integrity, professionalism, common sense of decency. And then when you see something like that, it just makes everything we did or we do look minute because that's going to get all the play mm-hmm. that five people. And if you start to look at it, there's some reports that Memphis lowered their standards of hiring. So there's your first problem. And, and when I was in the FBI National Academy, we talked about these things and I, I brought it down to it's all about professionalism, training and education. And if you go and you see these issues at agencies, you can find that they lowered their standards. They're not training them properly and they're not holding people accountable. So I think that when this all unwinds and the whole investigation comes out, you're going to start to see some of those issues that that agency probably had. Um, That, that was not law enforcement. What I saw from the start, middle and end, that was criminal. That was disgusting. And it wasn't even a professional traffic stop to start with. I mean, that's not even a professional traffic stop. If you think he's such a violent criminal that you have you have to get him out of the car that fast, you would do a felony traffic stop. Those are just things. That was a mugging. That was an attack. That was, um, you know, and there's been no law enforcement personnel that I've spoken to since I came out that thought that was okay. There's again, there's no one in this world that hates a bad cop worse than a good cop, because we're working our butts off out there in the community. And again, some of these, again, when I was in the NA, uh, there were some agencies there that had lowered their standards. And I was like, why would you do that? All the Florida agencies were like, why would you do that? And they're like, well, we can't get candidates. Yeah. Well, that's because the community they work in doesn't want law enforcement. They're wanting to defund it. They're doing those things. So your best, your brightest don't want to go work there because they're going to be in an environment that's not conducive. And so all the Florida agencies were like shocked when we're hearing this. There was big agencies from the Midwest and the North that have really lowered their standards. And we were like, well, y'all are going to have the problems like this because you're hiring people that no one else will hire. You know, there's people here at the Scambia County Sheriff's Office and most every agency I know in the state of Florida. You have a psychological evaluation. You have a background check where they go and they interview people. We look throughout your whole past since you're an adult. Mm -hmm we still have over 400 applicants to come work at the Escambia County Sheriff's Office. And it's because of the community we live in and the state of Florida. We're supported locally and we're supported through the state. But you have to hold a standard. Sheriff Simmons holds a standard. Common sense and decency, courtesy, integrity, professional. We, from the day they walk into our doors at the Sheriff's Office, Sheriff Simmons and the command staff and everyone from deputy up knows that there's a standard that Sheriff Simmons holds. And I think that's the biggest issue is you're seeing these agencies, there was no standard held or that standard was lowered and we're a profession.
1: I can see how these uh, agencies like this are caught in a spiral, right? I mean, the, you know, the community, the the police are not liked in the community. Uh, It's hard to get good cops in. They lower their standards that creates more problems. Doesn't, you know, thrown, thrown un you know, lesser qualified bodies at the problem doesn't solve the core problem of ha- not having as adept a police agency, and I appreciate what you guys do, And so I wanted to have you talk about this because that's the same exact thing uh, yesterday that um, you know that uh, Shane Tucker was saying about uh, training professionalism, and that wasn't law enforcement; that was uh, brutality. Um, uh, Commander ha- Andrew Hobbs of the Scambe County Sheriff's Office, sir, as always, good to have you. Uh, thanks for the I time this morning. Appreciate and we appreciate it. what we appreciate what the Scambe County Sheriff's Office does to do things right.
0: I appreciate. It. We try it every day.